Well, I took a few moments and I did a little bit of research this uh, afternoon, and I am looking at murder as today's topic. That's right. Murder in the first degree, homicide, the taking of the life of another human being. What does it tell me? Well, based upon the facts and figures that I have from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Centers for Disease Control, the U.S. Census Bureau, and all the other research items that I gather together, I can tell you absolutely unequivocally, beyond the exclusion of every reasonable doubt, we got a lot of horse manure going on in the country. And I want to share with you a discussion that should open some eyes. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Connecting Dots. Make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. Okay, so let's get started. Here's what we're going to do. This is going to be a very heavy statistical discussion. So if you want, pause this podcast. Pause Connecting Dots, which is brought to you by Fixed Cost Financial. Get a pen and paper and start taking some notes because this is going to be kind of interesting. Oh, There are 327 million people in the United States. That means 10% equals 32,700,000. 1% means 3,270,000. Now, if we have one-tenth of 1% of the population of the United States, we're at 327,000. And at one one-hundredth of 1%, we're at 32,700. One one-hundredth of 1% is 32,700. Now, according to the CDC, that would be the Centers for Disease Control, that's a federal agency, the question I have is, do you believe in their facts and figures, or do you think that they are lying? It's a very simple question. If you believe the CDC, then there was, in in 2018, a grand total of 19,500 murders. Oh. Now, here's the thing. What should we look at in terms of, well, does it make a big deal that we had 19,500 murders? Some people would say yes. Some people would say, no, it's not a big deal because the top 10 causes of death in the United States, to me, that would be the important thing, right? That would be the important thing that I would really want to pay attention to. Oh, me, oh, my. 44,965 at number 10 was suicide, not murder. Murder doesn't make the top 10 reasons for people dying in the United States. Now, that means that suicide is 2.3 times as prevalent as murder. 44,965 versus 19,510, that's 2.3 times larger. Now, there's some other things that we probably ought to look at. Some things that really, well, I think we really ought to consider when you're talking about murder. In the 50 largest cities in the United States, how many murders were there? Well, there were 5,738. And what's interesting is that this number has been going down, 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 down. Despite the fact that you have cities like Chicago and Baltimore and others that are just running rampant with murders, the murder rate in the nation has been going down. No ifs, no ands, no no buts. That's just the facts. 
Now, that means if we take a look at the total number of murders and we take out the 50 largest cities, we're down to 13,772. That's, here we go, this is where it gets a little complicated, 0.000421. In other words, 400 thousandths of a percent. So your chances of being killed, if you don't hang around or live in one of the biggest cities in the United States, your chances of being murdered are really, really, really low. One of the things I will not do today is I'm not going to talk about something that a lot of people want to talk about. I'm not going to talk about race, sex, religion, national origin, income or net worth, because once you go there... Everybody comes out of the woodwork and calls you a racist, no matter what your views or opinions are. Somebody's going to have some negative thing to say it. So, I'm not going to talk about those things. We're going to talk about big, broad numbers right now. Now, in the 50 largest cities, the population total is, it's really kind of odd and unusual, 50,220,000 people. That's kind of cool, right? Well, the largest city is New York City with 8.4 million. Number two happens to be... uh, Los Angeles at just at 4 million. And then number 49 is Tampa, Florida at 386,000, followed by New Orleans, which is at, um, I think, around 381,000. So 49 and 50 are Tampa and New Orleans. And number one and number two is New York and Los Angeles. Now, we did something that, well, I think you might get a kick out of. We subtracted 50 million from 327,000. And then we subtracted the number of people who are killed in the big cities from the nation. And here's what we figured out. Your chances, again, like I said, of getting killed in the United States, if we get rid of those big 50 cities, is 400 400 thousandths of a percent. But if you live in a big city, it's nearly real close to three times more likely to be killed in a big city by murder, 0.0001476. That's three times. 2.725, or rounded up to three, you're three times more likely to die in one of America's big cities than anywhere else in the country. Now, let's think about this very logically. Oh, no! Yeah, I know. Most people, such as some of the big mouths that are in Congress... Oh, no! They don't want to talk about these kinds of facts and figures. They want to talk about certain demographics, no matter whether you're right or left, and murder. They want to characterize everybody with big, broad strokes. Ah. That's right. We have one gal in New York City. That's all she wants to do is characterize everything in big, broad strokes. The reason is real simple. She wants money. She's raising money continuously to get reelected. But the reality is most of us aren't interested in that. We'd like to know the absolute facts and figures. So here's the facts and figures. If you want to reduce the number of homicides, you're not going to reduce it in areas that are rural. You need to go urban. And you need to look at the demographics of those that live in the urban area. And you need to do your own facts and figures above and beyond what I just gave you to make your own conclusions as to where the majority of the effort should be placed. You see, for example, the fellow who just committed the shooting, he got into a post office truck. He shot up a police officer as he killed a whole bunch of people in Texas. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that he's Jewish. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that he is a Democrat. Nobody wants to talk about that because that doesn't play into the narrative of the current situation. Okay, quantitative are numbers. 
qualitative is the non-number thing. And so what we have going on in the world today is a lot of decisions are no longer being made on facts and figures. And in the facts and figures are being altered to adjust the narrative, to fit the narrative of the day. Global warming, global cooling, global heating, carbon dioxide. Get rid of all the carbon dioxide in the world. We're all going to die. Does anybody realize that? Here's the thing. is really strong evidence. There is amazing evidence that our world goes through a warming period and a cooling period, and it's often based upon cataclysmic events, mainly things like, well, meteors that strike and cause holy hell all over the earth, massive sunspots. We've had volcanic eruptions that have moved tremendous segments of land, but we don't talk about that. We talk about mankind. We forget that Mount St. Helens blew her top and caused a massive amount of climate change. That was just one simple volcano. So when you look at facts and figures, quit being a pinhead. Oh no! Stop being racist. Ah! Stop claiming to be better than everybody else. Oh no! And stop telling everybody is mean and nasty when you're talking about facts and figures. And this, our firm, it's not political. It's facts. So here's the thing. Hang around a big city, you're more likely to die by murder. Hang around in a suburb or a rural area, you're more likely to not be killed. That, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, are the absolute facts. Can't change them. It is what it is. Period. That does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truesdell with Fix Cost Financial. You can reach us by phone by calling 212-433-2525 between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern. Again, that's 212-433-2525. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. But ideally, for links, notes, PDFs, videos, and more to this podcast, well, simply go directly to FixCostFinancial.com and click on the blog or podcast links. For quick reference, and this is easy to remember, simply type dots.fm. That's dots.fm. Isn't that cool? And you'll land right on our podcast page. Now visit Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing, where it's better because it's simple and works. Break the mold and do it today. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.